The Yes Day Inclusion Podcast is a solutions-based platform where we discuss the how-to-say-yes side of including all persons in everyday activities and situations. Our ultimate goal is to improve the lives of children and adults with disabilities by sharing stories and perspectives. These are your hosts, Laura Wingler and Kirby Morgan, and it's time to say yes to inclusion today. On today's episode of Yes Day Inclusion, we are going to discuss disability accommodations at World Disney theme parks. Please remember that all the opinions you hear on our show, whether from our hosts or guests, are their own. They don't represent anyone else's views or endorsements. So listen in for fun and learning, or remember, it's all up to you how you use it. Thanks for tuning in and joining us on this adventure. Enjoy the show. All right, today we're going to talk about Disney World. Um, it's on the bucket list of pretty much every kid to want to go there, including our kids. So we're going to talk about some of the changes that have, that have, you know, gone over the years with the, with the disability passes and basically how to make this a positive experience for your kids. Yeah. And it, um, Laura gets this, uh, unique experience because she has gone through the years and I have also gone through the years to both Disneyland and Disney World. So we can talk about all the places, no matter where you live. Yeah, we've we've never been to Disneyland. So that'll be really cool to hear about what's going on over there. Yes. Um, now, I understand you have to, like, register for the day that you want to go. Mm-hmm. I have researched that the disability pass is now something you register for online as well. Yep. That's what we did. But I have to tell you over the years, I mean, we're definitely in an upswing with the way that their new disability services work. When we went in 2014, before the big change happened, our other kid got to experience the park like a normal kid. I mean, he was only able to tolerate being there maybe five hours a day. So just think about it. You're paying thousands of dollars to go to theme parks and you can only stay for a few hours. He got to experience the park. He got to basically have all the quiet lines that they used to have. So we didn't have crowds. Um, they weren't always necessarily super short either. It wasn't necessarily skipping the lines. It was just a quiet space. Like the fast pain, fast pass. Sorry. Just imagine it not crowded. That's what it was back then. It was almost like a red carpet magical experience, which is the Disney brand. If you think about it, they liked it. They they want to sell you a experience. It's magical. It was magical. Yeah. And that's very similar how it used to be in California. You yeah. would go and they would see you had either a special ticket on your stroller or when Jaden became three, we got, you know, his ticket was flagged. Um, for a disability access service and we would literally just walk either through the exit because Disneyland fun fact about Disneyland is a lot of their older rides are not up to the newest codes for the handicap so um they would have us go like these crazy like go through the exit or this is the way for handicap and we would get there and maybe maybe 10 minute wait and they would get them on and off. And there was no wait. Well, that turned in to that lightning pass, that fast pass, where you would go get your wait time, then you would return, and they'd throw you into the fast pass thing. So it was a big shocker to me 
when all of that changed. I was like, oh crap, we're going to still have to wait for all these people. Like, I don't know how long he's going to be able to do this because he's really excited now at this point for the ride because there was no, oh, by the way, everything's changed now and you're going to have to go do this. There was no warning or no explanation. I didn't know. (laughs) Like, maybe if they gave me a pamphlet and while I was walking, I could be like, okay, and prepare a little bit. No, when they threw us in that first class pass or a lightning lane, I was like, oh, crap. You know, it's interesting. In 2017, I just had no idea. I wasn't paying attention. Like, I just I just thought I didn't realize that anything had changed. And so I get there and I get in the disability line. I'm getting, I'm, you know, you have to explain to them the nature of, you know, why you need it. And they kind of, like, they just the, there was an attitude change, I felt like, back then, too. And I was very confused. And I'm like, well, what, what is fast pass? I had really, I had a really crappy cell phone at the time. I'm like, you think I'm going to be on my cell phone making passes all day? Like my phone was at like 60% at the time. I had to put it on airplane mode just to not lose access to my cell phone. And then they had a computer in there that didn't work where they said I can make fast passes. I was just so confused. I was just used to getting a pass and you can just wing it because there's another thing here. You can over plan, I guess, as your kids get a little bit older, it really depends. So I had like two at the time. I had one that was like almost three and then one that was like almost 10. So they didn't want to do the same things. They were expected to share the disability pass, which was another weird thing. Um, And it just became a lot of tantruming. And my daughter was not diagnosed officially yet. She was going through the the process of seeing different doctors because we had known that there was something going on. And she was just having meltdowns in the middle of the lines. You know, we would get the, we would get the return time. We would go, it'd be 45 minutes and we'd get there and it would be another 45 minute line because they would send you to what used to be the quiet lines to this fast pass line that you'd have to wait in. And she'd be banging her head against the metal bar, screaming. I've never been covered in more bruises and more bite marks in my entire life than our 2017 trip to Disney World. It was, and the attitude that I used to get, because they would, they would come up to you. Oh, you know, ma'am, we're going to walk you off the line. And I'd be like, the hell you are, because she wants to go on this ride. How am I getting on this ride if I leave the line? And I just kept saying that because they just kept telling me, you know, and I said, this isn't, this is not an appropriate accommodation. I need to not be around all these people. You can't just keep saying everyone get closer together they need to shut the doors because the air conditioning. No, we can't be in a crowded line. Like I said this when I registered for the pass and their attitude was just that, Oh, you know, people fake disabilities. People would bring disabled people with them just to cut the lines. And that was the ongoing narrative that every employee that I dealt with had brought that up to me. And I'm standing there like, are you serious right now? Because there's no way that that is the rule. That was the exception. I'm sure that there are people out there who did that. Of course, there always are going to be people that take advantage. (laughs) However, when you are up there, like, literally, I have Jaden right there with me. Like, do you think I'm, like, I'm making up that he has FLC? Like, I I thought this would be fun (laughs) to sit in this long line at City Hall and come here and tell you my life story about my son, all the things he struggles with. He has severe nonverbal autism. He has refractory epilepsy. So my major thing was we would get stuck in these lines and he'd be in his um, special needs wheelchair at the time. What if he had a seizure and I needed to get out of that line? I'm stuck. 
I yeah. am stuck. The further we got in, the more stuck I was. So at one point during one of our trips, I needed to get out of that line. It, it took me 30 minutes to get out of the line for a medical emergency. It is definitely better than it was in 2017. It is not in any way resembling the red carpet of what it was back in 2014, which to me, I know I get stuck on this, but they did like, I feel like they did like a de-evolution of their disability services. Other parks are making themselves autism certified. And then we have like Disney who's just like, no, we're going to make these, we're going to do the fast pass thing. So that's fair to everyone. And then you know, I, the moment I saw that, I'm like, this is going to become financial gains for them at some point. And they didn't do it right away. But now 2021, you can purchase the lightning lane. So after you spent thousands on passes, if you can afford to, if you're in that population of wealthy people that has extra money to burn to skip the lines, now you've prioritized rich people basically over disabled people, which I, I don't know. To me, I get stuck doesn't on sit well. Doesn't sit well with me. Since they opened, their brand was always magical and they were always accommodating and somebody there decided not to be that. I don't know if that to me, it's just, it doesn't align with their brand. It's just, I know like there was lawsuits, there was things with the ADA and they won their case, but I'm like, I don't know. Did you? Cause the way you treat people now doesn't fall in line with your brand. It's just not consistent with who you are. And it's just not these people who have disabilities, their quality of life is different. And I think it is. It's just they cannot experience the park in a in a way that's fair because everyone keeps throwing this word fair out, out there and it's it's not fair. You know, it's just it's not fair because the way that a kid with autism needs to experience something versus the way with a kid not with it, it, it's not the same. Like like I said, he got to experience the park for the five hours back in 2014 that he could handle a day. He basically felt like a normal kid. He got to do everything he wanted to do and then we would have to go home and sit in our hotel room because he was done for the day is that fair to me that like i spent thousands of dollars i don't get to go to all these nice restaurants and have all these extensive long day plan we had to go and relax in the hotel room because he was done for the day um but if you're going to go to fair where every kid has to wait the same amount of time a typical kid can generally wait in a line and not have a meltdown and he can't so at the, by the time we get on the ride is it fair that he's not enjoying it because a kid was just screaming and crying and banging their head against the wall? Like, I don't know. It's not fair. I don't know. We're going to talk about fair. It's not equitable. That's Definitely fair and equity not. are not the same thing, but that's a whole other conversation. But so what do you want to know about the 2021? Um, we, we did register online. So you remember when you have to walk in the park and you'd have to wait in a line yeah like the city so, hall or whatever they call it the, whatever you can, square you can is. now yeah you can register online wait in a queue that's a few you know i don't know if there were in all these disabled people i don't know if i would have had to wait 12 hours to do this from start to finish right <laughs> i mean 12 it was hours 12 hours so it was the first week they did it so we waited in a queue i took a survey then got pushed to a video interview that took place about six hours after that i want to say then after the video a interview, video interview, this is yeah. with my kid had to be there. So like, thank God they, they finally got back to me after she was home from school. So they had to meet her on video. I guess it was easier back in 2017 to be like, she's on a leash. I mean, do we really even have to have a conversation? I'm the one with the kid on the leash. 
And they pushed us to another person who was going to make reservations for us. So the reservations were three rides a day. Um, you can pick three things in each park that you go to. Now, I don't think you can do it if you, I, we didn't do hopper, so I don't know how that works, but we were able to pre-reserve three things each day that I knew sh that they'd want to do. And um, my only advice with that in the future is to make sure you tell them what time you plan on getting up in the morning. Because a couple of days I didn't realize we had reservations at 8 a.m. And you have a one hour time window to get to the reservation. So we missed a bunch of them and had to redo them. But the new system you can do through the app when you're at the park, you can reserve things like say you're you walk in the park, then you can get in line for something else in addition. So we would like literally check into the park, be on their Wi-Fi, and I'd be reserving a ride, you know, whatever ride they'd want to go on. I was reserving it. So then by the time we walked through gift shops, walked there and got there, we could go on something right away. That was better for me, like 100%. Like my only concern is what if my kid just changes their mind? They don't want to go on that. Yes. Well, here I remember we had to like go to like these specific people on the, in these with these blue umbrellas and reserve yeah. our time. So I think having it on your phone is much more efficient. But I'm sure if you needed to change anything, you would have to go find those people. And there's like five in the whole park. If you've been to Disney, it's big. So it's like you yeah. could be on one end and the little person with the umbrella is a half a mile away. So we have to send an adult to go run over to the person while the other person sat and tried to like entertain the kids that are like wanting to go here, wanting to go there. And it's really difficult when you have two and you're trying like, for me, I try so hard to make everything not about Jaden and his disability. However, I have another son, Jackson, who wants to enjoy his time at the park too. So, it's a constant battle of what if Jackson is going to lose it because we've gone on all Jaden's rides because those are the ones that the fast pass is quicker or doesn't have a lot of the long line, but it was just hard. It was just really hard. And like, oh, it was yeah, that was the old fast pass lane, right? Cause the lightning yeah. ones just came out. Those are brand new. Um, yeah. I'm they were empty. I'll tell you they were empty. Okay. Like it, it felt like, you got on things pretty quickly. They were empty, but I think it's because the park is not at capacity. And I wonder how much those cost. Um, they were, I saw, I think my, my sister-in-law did it because we had seen them down there one day. I think it's like 11, like, depending on what, what it was. I think one of them was like $11 per person, I think. Is so that per ride? Yeah. Yeah. So you're essentially like, here's, you know, $44. I don't want to wait in the line. So I want to wait in the shorter line. Um, I'm guessing. I don't know. I didn't really because I only have experience with the disability part, but it was it was better. It was just not a capacity. They weren't running the trams, by the way, which I did not know that. I didn't we didn't realize that until the first day when we got there and we had to walk like a mile to get in the park. And the kids were already complaining at that point. <laughs> so from then on, I just paid extra every day to get the closer parking. So that was another, that's my tip. If you're, if you're going during COVID and they're not running the trams, just pay extra. If you don't have, if you don't have a handicap sticker, um, just pay extra to park closer. That was yeah. We, fun. so <laughs> yeah, the parking, we usually park in the handicap and 
There is a service, though, where you can, like, get a mini car or a Mickey car, and they can come to you. I don't know if you have that in, they have that in Disney World, but in Disneyland, like, if you're somewhere and you need to, like, exit, you can call, like, a Disney mobile, and, like, it's not cheap, but it was worth it at the time to get me out of there into my hotel. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't even know, I didn't know, I don't know anything about that. Jaden loves Aladdin. So here in Disneyland, you know how like they have the Dumbos in Disney World? The yeah. Dumbo ride? They have it with carpets, magic carpets. But right next to it, they will have the characters come. Guess what? There is not a password to see those characters. So when I asked if there was like a way for me to register or something so he could go and take a picture with this character nothing no you have to wait maybe you can wait in the line well who's gonna watch him i'm waiting in the line yes yes that is literally like one of my one of my points is you're running across the park to get things or to wait in lines who's watching your kid and then if you have another kid that wants it it's kind of ruining the time of another sibling that's there too and that's always something that people forget well because we're the ones sweating running to the people we're the ones managing it so that they can still have whatever magic yeah. this place has and you're spending you know it i used to feel guilty so like jackson didn't get to go on something i would go spend a hundred dollars in the gift store because yeah. i felt guilty because Jaden only got to go you know Jaden got all the rides he wanted and jackson didn't so then i would feel guilty and i was like okay i'll take you to the store goodbye something at the store $100 later but it's really hard because I feel like they have put those with disabilities in the category with those with money so if you have money and you are rich you can yep. essentially pay for a disability pass now versus having to go to city hall or go and register with Disney for the disability pass. It's like they have equalized rich people with those with disabilities, which is totally different because what a person can tolerate with a disability is a lot different than a person without a disability. And we're trying to make the experience inclusive, not what you can pay for, what money will buy you. You know, what's funny about that is I remember in 2017, I think I cried at every guest services station that there was in all of the parks that we went to because I was so frustrated and overwhelmed and I just, I couldn't manage my child in the park. It was too much. And I just kept complaining, saying how difficult you're making my life. And they kept rebuttaling with me with, you know, people were faking disabilities. And the big thing that used to get me is people were paying people with disabilities to come on vacation with them so they could skip the lines and I'm just like but here we are now categorizing those people with like you're enabling what you like that defeats the whole purpose and I just don't understand why your staff and these were not managerial staff these were just a regular crew all had the same thing to say the same attitude they were very you know I don't know what the heck training they went through over there where they were just like this is how how it is. We stopped it because of abuse and people faking it or paying to bring people on. And I'm like, 
well, hold on a sec. Did you think about the person with the disability that they got to like have a nice, have a nice right. time? What about family? that actual people? Because not that, I mean, not that what they're doing is right, but Here does I it am. matter at the end of the of day? Right? Here I am. Doesn't this kid kind of look like me? Like, I'm not faking it. Do you want to see the picture of me holding him after I gave birth? Like, what do you want from me? It was as a parent. Totalizing to me. I'm like, obviously, do I really need to explain? Like, this is a very obvious situation here. I'm like, literally in a tank top. You see my arms are black and blue. I, I was, we went to a tea party with Sleeping Beauty. I think it was sleeping. It was Aurora at the Florid Grand Floridian. And my daughter had a meltdown because it was some kid's birthday and they were fussing over that kid. And then they had all these extra packages you could buy. It ended up being like $700 to do all this stuff. And, and she would get upset that it wasn't her turn. It wasn't her birthday, but it actually was her birthday that month. So she was getting, and I didn't know that you could do that. So I, of course I didn't, I didn't make extra special arrangements for her birthday to be celebrated there. And she just got upset out of nowhere because of this kid being so, it was just, she was only, mind you, she's two years old at the time, like just turning three. Like it was early in May, her birthday's the end of May. And she came over to me and she just bit me. And I, and I, I actually wrote about this. I remember like blacking out. Like I don't even remember the point to where they removed us from the room. Like I just remember opening my eyes and being in, in the, in the lobby of the Grand Floridian with their management. And my daughter is just like, there's beautiful designs on the floor. And she was just on the floor, just studying them and happy as a little clam. And I'm just, I guess I was just like so emotionally done at the time that I was just like crying and just had nothing left in me. I was just like, I tried to do this special magical thing with my child and I'm bleeding everywhere. Yes, it's so hard. They don't realize that the parents are, number one, we're paying an astronomical amount of money to be here. And I understand so is everyone else. But before my, I had Jaden, I never even knew anything about the world of disabilities. And now that's Same. my world. That's the world I live in. I don't know any other world. So I expect places to accommodate him because he really needs it he truly needs it there's a true need it's visually you can visually see the need it's not something and I understand there will always be bad apples there will always be those bad apples that take advantage of everything there, there's people like that everywhere and it's unfortunate but let's be realistic how are we you're not going to change that you're not going to change everyone you're not going to change those people that don't have good intentions but penalizing the kids with disabilities. And usually those are the kids that want to be there the most because they're obsessed with these characters. Like yeah. Jaden knows the Lion King and Aladdin from the first note of the beginning to the last. You can't turn off the credits. You cannot turn it off. He, You have to to the last second of the credits on both movies. He knows every word, every song they're playing. He's obsessed. So his desire to be there and participate is so high when they kind of hinder it and make it even more difficult. It's just so hard. And as a parent, you just want your kid to have a good time. You just want for one day to not have to be 
dictated by autism or dictated by epilepsy or dictated by a disability, but you are even in the most magical place in, um, in the world. We really are. It's, it's all the time. You know, it's funny is I got really annoyed because we didn't, there were no characters when we went, it was very limited. And my stepson and I have a picture with Mickey Mouse, which my daughter wasn't feeling well. So my husband took her back to the hotel and we have a picture with Mickey Mouse that we did in the Magic Kingdom inside that theater when you first walk in. And we're wearing masks and he's behind a rope. And I I have this picture and I told my husband, what am I supposed to do with this picture? Like, this is a stupid picture. Like, we're wearing masks. We're, we're behind a rope. Like, I understand COVID policies. Why, why aren't we doing this outside? Like, th- this is because the weather there right now is perfect. And then we get home. And I'm not even kidding you. A week or two after we went to Disney, Carrie Underwood went to Disney with her family. And oh, I, I understand. I, I understand, like, you're famous. I like her. I'm a fan. But, like, why do you have a picture with Mickey and Minnie and everybody with no rope and no mask? And I have this crappy masked up picture with my kid. But we're back there with, okay, we're accommodating rich people now. Right? Well, I have seen... <laughs> Cause I live in California. So I go to Disneyland and I have seen celebrities. I've seen Gary Sinise who I actually love. He does a ton of stuff for the veterans and I've seen him be escorted around the property and go like behind the lines and all that extra stuff. Well, if they can do that, if they can arrange that for X amount of dollars, why can they not have a quiet line? Why can they not have, accommodations that actually work do you think they're paying for it because i don't know if they're actually like we don't have we're not like privy to that i understand I, you can't have a celebrity in a line with a bunch of people because that can be unsafe right let's talk about that right, for a second, can't have right? my son in a line with a bunch of people because he may kick them then they that would also be unsafe that's my point now, i have though. some I mean, inside sources and i, I don't think they're yeah <laughs> probably not I did notice that they're sta- they're definitely understaffed. I know that's but that's an issue everywhere right now. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that's another issue. The training, the training that the staff is getting, is not what it used to be because staffing is so short. So if you're like a living, breathing human being, all right, you got this job because we need people to have this job. So I think that. A lot of places, not only Disney, have lowered their standards because of how the staffing shortages are affecting every part of everything. So I think that if you get a really great person at Disney that's trained well or they're like, what do they call that? Like a cast leader or something. I know that other people are cast members, but if you're a cast leader, if you get up to a cast leader, they're usually a lot nicer and more understanding and trying to help you problem solve however the cast members that are just like operating the lines moving things along checking tickets i don't feel like they're trained um as well as they should be example a lot of times i have Jaden's wheelchair and like maybe it could look like a stroller but, like, have you ever seen a stroller with feet spots, like a wheelchair where you put your feet? Like, it to me, it, it looks like a wheelchair. But so we were constantly like, you can't get in the line with that stroller. This is a wheelchair. This is not a stroller. This is called an adaptive wheelchair. 
And then they would like huff and puff like I'm like I'm breaking some rule. And I'm not breaking a rule. I'm just keeping him safe. Like, do you want him to bolt through your line? Because that's what it's going to be. And it's is it fair that he has to be restrained for 45 minutes now because we're now in a line with everyone else after we already waited? Yep. So I feel like for them to improve would be training and maybe offer quiet places throughout the park. So let's say you have to wait that 45 minutes. They have a breastfeeding place. They have places like that. Why don't we have a quiet room or a you know quiet does? Um, we're, we're in New Jersey, so we're near Sesame Place. Sesame Place is like the first they are known to be like we're, the first we're getting one we're getting one in 2022 oh really that's exciting and Jaden is obsessed with sesame street and i literally cannot wait i sesame place it's just funny they're going and they're traveling in opposite directions um they have autism rooms that are sensory rooms which i only saw two of them at the time the only like criticism i have on that which would be nice i mean i don't know where, where disney would put these they have first aid places set up strategically around the park so why don't we use those places as quiet places as well? Because I had to go to a first aid little station because I got bit and I was bleeding. I didn't have a Band-Aid. So I, there, I saw on the map first aid and I went in there with Jaden and it was quiet. There's nobody there. They were super nice. Do you need anything? You guys can stay here as long as you want. So that was great. But. It's not something that they were like, hey, if you're having a moment in the park and you need to go somewhere, go to a first aid station. But it was just like I just happened to stumble across it. So that would be my suggestion. Like have a place where the, if they're having a hard time or they're overstimulated and they have to wait that 45 minutes for their disability pass, they have somewhere they can get out of the heat. A lot of the times it's hot. And they can get out of the overstimulation that sometimes a park can be yeah including the gift shop the gift shop itself as a whole oh my god <laughs> you know we came home with the castle the actual like 50th anniversary that big castle that's like 125 dollars. we came home with that this year so i had to get out of the store right um well, she, we had a situation where she had to leave because she, she got sick at the park. Um, and she just wasn't up to, up to it. And we weren't going back to Magic Kingdom. And I know there were things she wanted to do. So I got her the castle that she was obsessing about all week. But it would be nice to have somewhere quiet. Because it was hard to find places to sit that were quiet or just to take breaks. Like that, that was definitely an issue and I know some people if you're staying there I guess you could leave the park and go back but I did learn and this is not something that can be fixed but I did learn if you need to leave the Magic Kingdom because of some kind of medical situation um not going to go into details and my daughter got very sick in the park and we needed to get her out of the park like immediately it took us 30 minutes to get out of the park between getting on a ferry get or getting on we I think we went for the ferry because we didn't want to go for the the um the sky train whatever that thing is called i'm like the, blanking right now the skyline um, thing it's like a line thing that you go on i don't know what it's called either um we didn't want to get stuck in there with people with doors shut so we we took the ferry 
and it just took a long time to get back to then we had to walk because it was the first it was like that early time we had to walk all the way to the car because they weren't running the little trams so it took a long time to get out of the park i wish there was if you have some kind of urgent issue i mean maybe there is something set up i just didn't know about it um all i knew is that we had to buy clothes and we had to get the heck out of there immediately to contain the situation so um and i'll tell you i think one of the most amazing things if we're going to talk you know because we like to talk about positive things here the most amazing things are if you're trapped in a bathroom because your kid is sick other moms are the best other moms like coordinated because i couldn't just abandon my child in a bathroom alone because it's me and her and then it's my husband and and her brother like they're not coming in the women's room um to check out like they're not and i didn't have cell service so they were communicating with my husband that i needed him to go find clothes i needed him to bring them back to me and i needed you know other women i found women who have babies to give me wipes and things to clean everything up it was it was amazing to see how like awesome other parents are it was the other moms in that bathroom that were amazing if my husband did if those parents did not help me i don't even know like would we still be trapped in the bathroom <laughs> you'd still be there <laughs> just live there like because you can't leave you can't leave a bathroom naked like no oh could you imagine that like it was i'm just happy that, that there was just such amazing people in there yes. the moms time. are the best i've learned that moms are the best they're the best source of information they're the best yeah. they're, they're like i don't know when you become a mom you just join this like club and it's unspoken crazy but i'm so glad there are people there to help you because right it was amazing so i mean i think i think just the world becomes a better place because of just people in general right and i think because you know like you said earlier one in 44 kids now have autism so somebody knows somebody that is affected by it in some way shape or form and they may not live it the way that you and i live it however when they see it and they're like, they see our face and they, they could just, you know, read the room and like, you know, they help. So I think that this isn't going away. There is like the need for disability services is only going up. So I hope that Disney is continuing to work on making this process more accessible and that their focus is not on the people that are abusing it. That their focus no. remains on the people that need it. Because I feel like if they focused on that a little bit more than everybody scamming or lying, that it could be great. And I think that some of the improvements that they have made are great. Not having to wait at City Hall. That's like a yeah. 45 oh my God. to an hour thing at, at least. So that's a great step in the right direction. Being able to register online is a great step in the right direction. And needs are not cookie cutter. Different people need different things. Like, I never said my kid can't wait in a line. My kid can wait in a line for X amount of minutes. If you go on their website, they have this whole thing about on, on their disability page about teaching your kids to wait in line. Okay, I can teach my kid to, we have a threshold for waiting in a line. It's our 10 to 15 people. minutes. Like that's, people, that's our threshold. Okay? And then, and then we're, we're at 10 and you can't, that is part of a disability. You cannot change that. 
it is what it is. That's my latest thing. It just is what it is. Like I can't, I can't train her to, to wait in the two hour line. And especially at a place where they are so excited, like, especially when it's something that they want so much, they don't realize that our kids excitement also brings anxiety. It also, it's like they get so excited. They don't know how to process that feeling through their body. So they act out or they act a way in which other people do not see as appropriate or they see as having a tantrum when really they're just overstimulated, overexcited, and they're not trying to be bad kids. Our kid, they're trying to just get to do what your kid is trying to do. They just want to do what your kids can do. And if they could wait in this line, they would. Trust me, they would. 100%. So I think that they're moving in the right direction. They yeah. are Definitely better than 2017 when you went. 100% better. I mean, we're going back going in back? the right direction. But this is speaking during COVID. So I don't know what my experience would have been at full capacity. But they're going back in the right. It 2017 was terrible. You could not. The bar is very low that I'm comparing it like with that in regards to that. The bar is very high when I'm comparing it to 2014. We're we're in the middle. We're we're getting better. I can't, you know, we're getting better. I think it's definitely getting better. And my advice is planning, 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 planning. Um, unlike me who didn't plan anything in 2017 because I just wanted to go on vacation and not plan ahead. But being an autism mom has taught me to plan everything. And for everything. So I got yes. a different person now, too, than I was in 2017. Of course. <laughs> same, same. In the beginning, if he had a seizure in a line, I would have been having, not a seizure, but a serious meltdown, too, because I, I've never witnessed a seizure. I've never, until Jaden, I didn't, like, all these things were brand new to me. Um, now, today, I can give emergency meds. I can count time a seizure. I can witness it i can get jackson away there's so many different i'm just a different person now but i'm also now scanning the room and always thinking like they could do this so much differently and better and i try to you know advocate as best as i can for those changes because i know my kid isn't the only one that needs it and it's so hard for me it's going to be hard for everyone else and Plan, plan, plan. You're right. When it comes to any sort of thing, trip, vacation, anything that's not normal in your daily schedule, plan, plan, plan. And like you said before, all the needs are not cookie cutters. So I think that is where we need to see a little bit more improvement. And I think they are slowly going in the right direction. And I hope they continue because we need it. We need it. And our kids need it. I do. Well, if anyone listening has been to Disney with the new system and has advice, by all means, we have a function here to leave a message. We would love to play it um, or add it to the episode. Um, we would love advice for other families going. By all the people that go often, I am not one of those people that go multiple times a year. We go once every few years. So 
anyone that goes, we would absolutely love your intake um, on the situation. Yeah. And if you have any tips or you have uh, any advice to give to other moms like us or feedback, we'd love to hear it. So please make sure you leave a message or a comment because I'm telling you, that's how we find out most of our information from other moms. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. We do. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. Yes. And have a great rest of your week. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Yes Day Inclusion. To leave us a voice message, please use the provided link because we'd love to hear from you.